Welcome to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're also online for you at WRQK.com. If you missed anything yesterday, get caught up with the rest of the class there through the podcast. This morning at 9 o'clock, you get New, uh, new Tour Tuesday. It's uh, Fantone talked me into this uh, this pop artist. Like, Now look, I, I know I'm getting a little older. Yeah, you and, are. And, and, I, and I know I hate all the things. You do. You don't enjoy anything. Nothing. But a dude named Marshmallow's a thing now? <laughs> I feel like my dad. What do you mean, Snoop a loop? I don't get it. Snoop what? What's he snooping? Is he a detective, Dan? I don't get it. What's, what's he snooping? I don't get it. Like, that's how I feel. That's, I feel three thousand, like Methuselah's hosting mornings on Rock 1069. That's how Marshmallow makes me feel. Like, um, like quit my job is how Marshmallow makes me feel. But uh, apparently, dude, the song's blowing up. It's yeah. called Friends. Yeah. He got some chick to sing on it because that's the thing now. It's like, uh, for some reason... Uh, if you're if you refuse to show anybody who you are because he wears big uh, you know all, you know marshmallow over his face if you refuse to tell anybody who you are what your real name is you're the star you hustle some chick to sing on it and nobody ever gets to know who she is and yet you rake in all the money yeah. let me tell you dude uh, I hate you know when people go you know your man's plainy and you know male dominated but that sounds like a man hustle to me that sounds like pimp like that's a pimp you uh you'll 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 enjoy the song I think I mean it's 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 kind of like that. That song that you can tell is just ready to be the number one song in the country. Uh, so on the bubble, it's right on there, dude. So uh, you'll uh, you'll you'll hear it at nine o'clock. We'll yeah. we'll get your thoughts. So then we, uh, we also have new low cash country artists for you. Uh, Feels like a party. That's uh, that's called. And then new Shine Down. Get up. And okay. uh, I haven't heard the Shine Down yet, but it's called Get Up. They're really good at kind of writing that song. You know what I mean? That pump you up song. They're really good at the gym gym rock. Uh, Shine Down's actually really really good at that. Uh, not once, but twice this morning. Also, we'll send you out to Las Vegas for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. We'll uh, we'll be doing that. We'll also have to do this a couple of times. And I know where you expect me to be on this because of what uh, some of my other worldly and uh, you know local views may may be. But you're going to hear a lot about this this morning. That uh, you know, young kids, these young kids, that they're soft today, right? And I do agree that America has softened for sure. But apparently, some uh, some local schools here, Maslin has closed a few of the elementary schools over some extreme temperatures, which, by the way, apparently, dude, uh, like, Ohio's going to be hotter than it's ever been today. Yesterday, it was brutal, dude. dude, Brutal. So, I played the Elms yesterday with my buddy Seth. Let me tell you, it was scorching hot yesterday. Like, we ended up, we could have played longer than we did. And we were like, I was like, nah, I don't want it. So, dude, if I come off a golf course earlier than I have to, let me tell you, it's hot. Yeah, I was cleaning my garage out yesterday, and then I was like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you doing this right now? It's 98 degrees outside. Right. Like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? Like, I, I can only imagine dudes who had to, like, go out there and grind yesterday, who were working all day in that, dude, and you got to face it again today. So Franklin Whittier and, um, uh, is it Garrell? Uh-huh. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Are closed because of uh, the extreme temperatures. Now, uh, apparently, Washington High School, Maslin uh, Junior High School, Maslin Intermediate, and all that, all open. So, and I haven't heard about any Canton closures. There may be some. I haven't heard of them yet about this heat. So, I got a couple of questions on that. All right. We'll get to the, in my day, we'll, well, we'll get there, right? We'll get there. I just went right. through the Methuselah thing. I right. know, old dude. I know. I know you're mad. I know. I talked to you about a dude named Marshmallow, and now kids don't, <laughs> kids don't have to go to school, and you got your Skinner shirt on, and you're just trying to Biz. get fruity pebbles out of your ZZ Top beard, and you're freaking out. I know. I got it. I, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, right? So I haven't heard of any Canton school closures because of this heat. Now, there may be some, like I said, I just haven't heard of them. 
So am I to then believe that we're not doing that because every Canton school has an air conditioning unit? Listen to me laugh as I'm saying, because I, I know that's not it. Or B, is it that we're just like, eh, maybe those kids will be all right, all right. I mean, right? Like, how are we deciding which ones are are certain schools placed in more shade? I mean, what? How are we? I don't. I don't, I don't understand it. I I can't assume that every school in Canton City Schools no, has I've air conditioning. Down the roads here, I know that's not the case. Like, I've, I've seen stuff. I, I guess greater picture here to me is like, how do schools not have air conditioning? Like, I understand that if the school was built in you know eighteen well, twelve, like, and I hate to do this to you guys, you're about to make a good good point i feel like but i now know why we don't have metal detectors like if we don't have yeah, yeah we get more air if, if we don't have air conditioning i know why there's not metal detectors in every school that now i know that it, it, it just to me seems like well is the argument because you're out of school when the uh, like it, normally when this weather's like you know what i mean when it's at this peak and that maybe it's like one of these costs that it's like it's a lot of money and you're not it's not going to be used a ton I mean I, yeah I mean there probably is a little bit of that but I think that we're kind of proving to ourselves here well is that really the best system there where well, it's like if, if I can't leave a kid in the car to run into the convenience store but I can right. leave him in a building for 8 hours right. a day to learn English like I don't I don't get it and I, I like I said I understand and that at least they're learning English in there. I can already hear that, too. Finances are going to be a part of this decision, but it's just like, to me, the the reward of this has to be a lot more than the risk of this, where it's like, it's air conditioning. It's not that expensive. I mean, like, to put some window air conditioners in at worst, now retrofitting a building like that, well, that something dude, like those that. those with the electric bill. But, but, but I guess really what it goes to is like... If we're if we're passing new levies and we're, we're building new schools, these goddamn things better be ready. Well, if you don't have air conditioning, do I trust you to have like the necessary technology for kids to learn no, with? No. Well, so we, it's like, well, we know they don't have that. I, I, I so well, let me ask you this. I mean, because you just kind of said it, and, and and but are we passing the levies? Like, is that happening? Because that's always my thing. It's like I don't think we are. I um I'm looking at Canton City Schools Twitter right now, and they do not have anything announced as like. Dude, let me tell you, I, and I know, like I said, the old dude, right? Like in your day, you right. had to go, right? I hear you. But I'm just telling you right now. We argue this stuff. Like, dude, if one single mom leaves like a kid in a minivan, she's like Satan for like two months on Twitter, right? Like everybody hates her. One, I'm just telling you, one kid dies in a school. He strikes out. Dude, it is over. It is over. And that family then bankrupts your local city as they sue for the money. It's I, I'm telling you, like you got to let them stay home. Now, here's where it gets really, really tricky. And this is where kids are going to get screwed in the future. The world's more digital than it's ever been. And if we're going to supply, I know not every school does, but if we're going to supply iPads and things like that, then there are no more days off. Then it is a digital learning day at home. That's the way it should be 100%. Right, I don't care if it's a there, snow right? day. Yeah. I don't care if it's a hot day. I don't care if like, oh, well, dude, you know, the school flooded. Yes, you, you, you have the capabilities to do that. Now, does every student have Wi-Fi at their house? That's where you're getting into a problem there. It's like, well, dude, I'm so poor. But here's the thing. Does every student have air conditioning in their house? Hell no, they don't, dude. Hell no, they don't. So, like, now no. I'm sweating balls in this apartment, you know what I mean? And, 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 and my mom's not here, so now, you know, now I'm, 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 I'm finding the gun underneath the sink or whatever. Like, Well, I, th- at that point, I know, look, I know it sucks. I know you're 10. I know you're trying to learn, you know, the, the math, but you got to go into Stepdad Derek's room, pull out the box fan, and put it in your room. And That's what you got to do. You know what I mean? That's what you're going to have to do. Or tell your mom to, like, marry up. I guess I don't, I don't know what to do there. <laughs> Son of a bitch, look at you guys. You couldn't get your credit score together enough for us to get an apartment with air conditioning? I don't even want a house. I'm dealing with an apartment, but air conditioning? Mom, I'm trying to finish 11th grade. So, so, so I understand why 
old people and the dude that's screaming right now at the radio, ah, it's soft, you guys are soft. Now listen, there is a point there. I do think that a lack of grit is is a problem in America. There's no What a good way to say that. There's no question about it. I like that. But we have to look at schools as what's the goal here? Is the goal here to to prepare you for the world? Is it to prepare you for the world? Is it to educate you? Is it to is it to Well, those are one and the same to me, but there are a different there is a difference. I get what you're saying. There, there's there's going to be there's going to be a couple of different over. things here and it's just like I, I view jail as the same way. Is are, are we sending you to jail to punish you or to rehabilitate you? And which one's our primary goal there? Punish. If if well, I think I think that's where there's probably a little bit of like, well, is this the right call here because No, if, but that is is what we're doing. If 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 our primary goal is to educate students and to make sure that they get the best education, then it's like, okay, I understand why you take this day off because, dude, a bunch of fifth graders sitting in class, sweating their balls off, not paying attention. That's not good for anyone. That's not conducive oh, to them no, no. learning. That's not conducive to the teacher getting ahead and stuff. So I get that. Not not prime conditions for, for prime performance. I get exactly what you're saying. Right. If they unplug the air conditioning in this building right now, by 8.30, this show sounds completely different than it would have had they left it sure. plugged in. There's no denying it. Yeah, no, you you put the, the human mind and body through extreme conditions, it will affect performance for sure. Absolutely. That's why we got to get those little punks out there. They should be walking to school. Should be that walking way, to school. That way when they're faced with it, they can get it. That's what Cameron Haynes would say. So, you know, keep hammering. That's what he'd be yelling at them. So, I, I mean, I get, I get it. In your day, you had to go. But if the city has one dead kid in a school, it is over. It's lights out for everybody. And then I don't get to talk about anything else for like a no, month. No, that's, that's all we get to talk about. All I d- dude, for like a month, all I have to do then is give out a GoFundMe link for some, you know what I mean? I don't want to have to do that. Come on, let's have fun. Let's laugh at me being old, not knowing who a dude named Marshmallow is. Brought it all the way back, boss man. Look at me do it. There it is. Look at me bring it all the way back. First shot at Vegas Strips happens at 8 o'clock on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry and his boy, Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes. The Stansberry Shelf 9. Show. We're on Rock 1069 around 730 this morning. We'll get you hooked up with tickets for the third annual Hall of Fame City Comic Con. That, of course, Saturday, uh, September the 15th, the Canton Civic Center. Fantone and I uh, will both be on hand judging your cosplay contest. Can't wait to do that, actually. Looking forward to that. Uh, there was a little confusion last year as we were up on that stage. Uh, some of those names, it's like, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know this. Some of it's from anime, and I'm like, dude, I get... I didn't, Dude, I haven't mastered English. You can't do do Japanese. Like, what are you guys doing to me? Come on, I, I know, we'll point and just say things. I was gonna say, I assume that'll happen again. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. I'm pretty confident. That yeah, sure. Be again. No, it was just, a, dude, it, dude. It was like a, it was like a train of like of uh, of names I couldn't say. It was like, you know what I mean? There's like 130 people were in that contest or something. I'm assuming it's gonna be bigger this year. It's been bigger and bigger every year. And Fantone always says this. You know, the, for, for the people that complain, there's nothing to do here. There's plenty to do here. We just can't get you out of your. We we just can't get you out of your house, and I don't know why. We just talked about it. You you don't even have air conditioning. What the hell are you guys doing inside? Right, dude. Star-studded lineup for Hall of Fame City Comic Con. It really is, dude. If you're a Ninja Turtles fan, um, if you're a Crow fan, I mean, the creators of both of those series, you know, going to be in attendance there. So it's uh, it's going to be a good event. So we can choke up with those tickets around seven thirty this morning. Phantom will attest to this. I am capable of being a very gluttonous person. For sure. Um, and I talk about this a lot. I was talking about it a little bit yesterday with your kids. That if your kid's overeating, really what you're looking at there is, my guess, a future drunk, future drug addict. Jeez. No, 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 seriously. Jeez. Because what's happening there is your kid's trying to deal with something in their life, and they're not old enough 
for beer yet. They're not old enough for they're not old enough for these little outlets that 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 adults will run to. And so what do they do? They go to the one drug they are allowed to have, which is sugar. So that's what I'm telling you. Dude, if your kid's overeating, I'm starting to, dude, sit them down, start having conversations cuz you're going to cut something off at the path. I'm telling you you're headed for trouble. Well- and I think they're learning it from somewhere. I mean, that's really what I think needs to happen there is in, instead of like looking at them like, hey, what's wrong in your life? You probably need to look at yourself and say like, dude, what? It, what? I, I, if this kid's out of control, he's learning it from somewhere. It's obviously me. Or you're doing something that's making him feel that way. Right. One of the two things. But yes, a lot of it. Right. And I'm bringing this up because another person, they say another star, which, by the way, star is such a crazy term for this. And you and I and, and, and the collective you and I, the we, were guilty. Okay. Another star of my 600-pound life has died. Oh, the star. Okay. So, duh, first. Duh. Right? And these people shouldn't be stars. First of all, she's not. Nobody knows her name. Right? But right. at the end of the day... I'm not sure this stuff, we pass this stuff off as it as it's us, like, documentary-style watching as if we're learning, and we're not. We're eating, you know, ice cream and laughing at people who are heavier than us so we can feel better about who we are. I'm not sure this should necessarily be entertainment. Yeah, I mean, just like an episode of Hoarders, you're watching it, you look around, and you're like, oh, my house isn't that dirty, and it's like, yeah, it is, dude. Run your vacuum. Clean your clean up your home. Like, like do something, but you look at 600-pound life, and you're like, eh, I'm not, eh, not that so fat, dude. I mean, yeah, I'm fat, but I'm not that fat. She reached like 704 pounds at 49 wow. years old. She, she was 15, died. Now, this, wow. now, the daughter's out there crazy enough to say this had nothing to do with her weight. Huh? Eh. Dude, bruh. Eh. Bruh. Eh. Bruh. Like, she goes, no, 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 no. She, and, and I hate to laugh at somebody, but she goes, no, my mom had actually lost 200 pounds and was able to stand up on her own. Oh, well, that's if you do that's health. Like that's the picture of health. If you can stand, I have never in my life seen a lowering of the bar of the standard that much in my life. Well, I mean, she's up there on her own two feet, though. Like, dude, there's bears in the woods that can do. That. Are you kidding me? I, I don't. I, so yes, obviously, this had something to do with her weight. And again, I don't know how this happens outside of. And I don't know this woman's whole backstory. Okay, but outside of like freak injury, freak accident, and you're bedridden. But even then, somebody's making, helping you get to this point. How do you reach, like, all right, I'm a gluttonous person. I love to eat. And when I'm emotionally distraught, that's what I run to. That's my drug of choice. That's why I harp on it so much because I think, it, I think, dude, I'm yelling at me and trying to save you the years of pain and, like, the years of your kid's pain through what I already know to be true. You would look at Sansbury and think, like, oh, it's got to be, you know, decades of drug abuse. That's got to be his drug of choice. No. And no, it's not Little even close, goddamn dude. goddamn Debbie is what did <laughs> it's not, it. It's not even close, dude. You, Real I, drugs are nothing to him. Oh, my God. There's different color, like, M&M's in the brain. <laughs> Brownie. Yeah, I got to have it. Give it to me. Unwrap it. Right? And so I'm just, I'm trying to cut it. I'm just trying to help you cut it off at the pass. At my heavy, I tried to do, there was this, this thing where if you hit over 300 pounds, you can like file for disability. I was like 20 and lazy. And I tried to hit 300. My body got to 288 and couldn't get any bigger. Like I, at my heavy, dude, I just, right before I started this, I was almost 270 pounds. And I wasn't like I was trying not to eat stuff. I was eating things. Dude, I was creating new like fast food combinations of stuff I was making at my like at my dinner table at home after I would like get stuff from like three different places. So here's what I'm saying: If I can't hit 300, how the hell are you hitting six? 
hundred pounds. Well, thyroid. No, no, no. Shut up, dude. It's not thyroid. No, it's not. There is uh, there's other components here. That well, may yeah. be one of it. That may be one of it. But there's another component here to get yourself up over six spins, dude. That is, I mean, I it's, love when you call it spins. it's it's amazing. Like that's like, and and you have to think too, like. You're you're leaning into it at that point. You would have to you'd have to start really young. Like you'd have to be fat your entire life to get up just to, just to put that much mass on. Because like you said, when you you, you know you're two eighty eight, almost three hundred, and it's like God, dude, I can't push my body anymore. This woman doubled that, dude. I mean, imagine that. Imagine being a fat person, three hundred pounds, and you're like, son of a bitch, I'm fat. Now you have another fat person inside of you, dude. You're two full fat people, not just two people. People where it's like, damn, dude, that's a big guy. You're two fat people. That dude, that's insane to me. When you have to turn to get out of the door, because that's always been my thing. Is like somewhere along that's the line, the line. Well, somewhere, somewhere, way, 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 way before turn at the door is the line. Somewhere along the line, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm getting bigger. All right, but whatever. I'm, ma- I'm married, or I don't care. I'm not trying to be attractive for anybody, or whatever. But yeah, when God you, forbid that person that you're stuck with forever. But when you can't walk out the door normal, when you have to like rotate your body and sidestep your way out that door, dude. How is that not the wake-up call? How is that not like the, oh, my God, what is going on in my life here? Again, this is what I'm always saying. You know what these people need a little bit? Shame. This is why shaming's good. This is why I don't believe in the term. There's a little bit. Now, look, I, saw, I talked about this, and I'm going to repeat myself again. If you see a fat person on the street corner eating a hot dog, you're not allowed to knock it out of their hand. That's not what I'm talking about. But in your life day-to-day, if somebody's drinking too much, you feel the need to step in. You do. You're like, oh, well, that's not healthy. That's not good. Something's going on. They're coping. That's not them celebrating. That's not them just being having a drink afterwards. No, 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 something's going on. You feel the need to step in. Or if you notice somebody maybe abusing something else, you and your husband, you and your wife, you'll talk about it at your dinner table. Should we? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe their wife will say something. I don't know. You know, we've been friends. You'll try to do it. But when people are eating, you'll go, uh... It, like there's no, 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 get in there because somebody's destroying their life. And my, dude, you can destroy your life with this the way you can with anything else. I think such a huge part of uh, chronic obesity, morbid obesity like this is you need to eat. Well, yeah, but like somebody's doing this for you. Once you get to six spins and you can't get through the door and you're bedridden, somebody's bringing you all that food. And I think that's like an under. Uh, well, again, examined we, uh, part of this is that like for somebody's sure giving you this food for sure it is when you again intervention was a show on TV right and again like that's another thing I'm not sure we should necessarily be taking enjoyment and what's going on in that right but that's what they constantly tell you that at some point you have you as the circle in there you got to stop loaning them money you got to stop letting them live on your couch you got to stop no 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 you got to dude if they can't find the bottom you bring the bottom to them and that's exactly how this works this is what i'm saying this is an addiction it's the same exact thing is that you are coping with life's problem it's an you're trying to fix an emotional problem with a physical fix and it doesn't work like that dude you got to get in somebody's office and you got to do the hard work you got to get in there and get your hands dirty emotionally dude and that's what most people are not ready to do and so you're coping and that's why i'm telling you dude if you got an 11 year old and he's too chubby you're heading for disaster you are heading for problems dude and it's just he's not allowed to go to the store and buy the fifth yet but when he turns old enough to do that's how he's going to fix the problem he's trying to fix with whatever's in that cupboard right now more stansbury show is right around the corner you guys hang on the stansbury show canton's rock station rock rock 1069 Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. 
8 o'clock, we'll give you your first keyword of the day. Send you out to Las Vegas. Get you out of town for a few days. Put you up in a nice hotel in Vegas. Back-to-back nights of killer shows. Justin Timberlake is playing. Luke Bryan. Sean Mendez. Bunch of others. We'll get you in. Panic at the Disco. I know part of that. I miss Vegas, man. I don't know if I'm going to go for Christmas or not. I keep flipping the coin on that. I don't really want to, but <laughs> I don't. I and, you know, and it's not that I don't want to see my family. It's not. It's it's that I went and did that last year, and that if I'm going to pay money to go do something for Christmas, I kind of feel like going to like I don't know a resort, uh, maybe Florida, a couple of days, just play a little golf, sit by the pool, and you know what I mean, like Facetime my mom and be like, dude, here's your Christmas present. Me being away from you, you being away from me, and like not, and again, not like a hatred thing, just like you know what, dude, I was there last year. Let's all go to Florida instead. Just by chance this morning, I was looking at the corporate holiday like list that's up in the coffee room right there, and we'll have almost a full two weeks off by taking like three days off because Christmas is on, I think, a Tuesday, so we get that Monday before and that Tuesday after, and then we get that Monday after for New Year's. So oh, it's like all we need is three days, and all of a sudden, it's like, yo, we got two weeks vacation there. And what's nice is, dude, like the week before that even, it'll be like we're mailing it in. So like, dude, we're getting a ton of time off. Yeah, dude. December's the greatest. August 28th, we're mailing it in, dude. Fantone like, always says December. It's like the Friday of months. It's like everybody's just in like yeah. F it mode. It's F it mode. You're right on that. So I read this, and I don't know if I have the fix or not. May, I, I think maybe it's possible I'm making it too easy. Okay. Okay? But apparently baseball is going to lose 3 million like attendees this season. Year to year. Wow. If I'm reading this right. 3 million. They say sometime over the next 10 days, the year-over-year dip in Major League Baseball attendance will exceed 3 million fans. This is uh, from Yahoo.com. MLB will fail to crack the 70 million fan threshold for the first time since 2003. Now, I read somebody uh, the other day, a former player, say, I just can't watch the game right now. They don't advance the ball too much. Now, I have to admit something, full disclosure, that I have never been a like rabid passionate baseball fan enough to know how the game has slipped year five years last five years the changes enough I hear a lot of the round table like major league baseball like you know sports commentators on TV say that the defensive shift has mm-hmm. led to less balls being in play and less you know base runners and so overall less action now those people that host those shows are as wrong as they're ever right so I don't know if they're right on this one or not, but that one kind of sounds like it makes a little sense to me. So let me ask you. I think it might. Now, maybe I'm making this way, way, way too easy, but every other sport is looking for offense. How do we get offense? Look, the NFL is full on trying to give you offense, right. doing whatever they can to give you offense. NBA, same thing. Three-pointers now the thing. Nobody plays D. Just shoot threes, right? Everybody's trying to give you points. So if I'm baseball and I have swimming pools and 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 parks isn't the fix here move the fence in now i know what people are going to say asterisk because of the you know the records yeah yeah right? so that's going to be the thing i know that's going to be the knock so let me ask you what would you rather have babe ruth asterisk next to like home runs because you're moving things in or no more sport well, baseball isn't baseball like you know stadiums. They're not uniform, so every stadium's different in the sense of like 
they all have different lengths Isn't to the wall to the yeah. I, I mean, mean what if LeBron is. had to go into L.A. and the hoops ten feet, and then he goes into Cleveland and it's six feet, and it's like, dude, I mean, what? I mean, that would be crazy. Yeah. So I think that's a way to kind of work around that. Um, I think that a part of the problem with baseball is and. Uh, you know, you talk about how the defensive shift has stopped balls being in play. I think analytics plays a part of this, too, because I think a lot of teams have figured out it's worth going for a home run here as opposed to going for a double. You know what I'm saying? Or are just trying to get on base. I think that's been a part of it, too. But, like, I don't know if that's going to be enough, dude, because, honestly, home runs – more now this year, more now in the past five years than in the, than in, than in, in previous years. Ooh, so, that's true. Yeah, like this year. I'm looking at this. So we've got uh, this is from BaseballAlmanac.com. Okay. Uh, 2017, obviously the last year, uh, there were 6,105 home runs hit. Okay. Um, it, the year prior to that, 2016, we are at 5,500. And if we go back to 1998, which so- is... Right in the heart of the steroid era. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Ken Griffey Jr. In the heart of that. Just banging dingers and just, just okay. that's, that's the home run era, 5,000. So we're already 1,500 home runs ahead of, of the home run so era. So it's not the ball leaving the park. It's not. I mean, it, it, according to this, it's not. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I was making it too easy. So then what is it? What is it? I, I don't understand what it is because here's what I don't get. You're either the kind of person who goes to a baseball game or you're not. So if you went last year, why are you not going this year? Yeah. It's not that you don't no longer like the game. Um, casual fans. I mean, the thing I'll say about baseball, it's affordable compared to the other two sports. Like it is. You can buy a ticket for eight bucks to an Indians game well, where you can't necessarily do that for a Browns. And or they're a, all you know. bending over backwards to give you like standing room only right. tickets and like sit here. You know, yeah, everybody's got like their whole gimmick. So... I don't know how, I don't know if it's tempo of game because it feels that way to me. It's just, it just everything else. You're right because there's offense. It's affordable. Nobody's kneeling. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody's kneeling. Like where's good point. So like, I just don't there. It seems to me there's like almost a perfect storm of good for them right now where it's like, dude, we have no, you know, steroids aren't an issue for us right now. We don't We're not dealing with CTE issues. Nobody's beating their wives. At least, I mean, not in a, of course they we, are, but not in a public. We like, don't have the story. Right. We don't Right. The story doesn't, doesn't dominate it like it does in the NFL. So it's like where, language barrier. Like a lot of your best players, don't, I mean, but I don't think it's enough to to, yeah. to, to, to not to, leave, to make people not come to the park. I don't think it's enough. Yeah, I was gonna say, okay, so 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 J Ram doesn't talk that well with English, but when's the last time you watch a Bryce Harper interview and decide exactly. it's like, yeah, dude, I'm going. Right now, again, I, I I do think that they don't promote their stars as well as some of the other sports, maybe because Bryce Harper should be a pretty. For sports fans, he's a star. But for outside, like, he's not at LeBron's status for, like, non-sports fans. No. You, you see what I'm saying? And I think uh, LeBron's probably too far. But he should be a bigger star for not for non-sports fans. Well, I mean, you look at the you look at the true-to-the-heart superstars of, like, LeBron, Tom Brady, dudes like that. And it's like, okay, you're on another echelon. But if you look at the dudes kind of a step down there where it's like, like, like and I, I feel like my girlfriend wouldn't know what... What Kevin Durant looks like, she doesn't know who Mike Trout is. She has zero clue who that is. Dude, we don't even need to go to your girlfriend. If you pulled up right now, and Mike Trout's, they say, the best player in baseball. Uh, Certainly in the conversation. Certainly. If you pulled up six Major League Baseball photos of those guys, and they didn't have like their logos on, 
and I watch sports and I watch like all the sports shows. And this is how little they are all talking about baseball. I could pick Bryce Harper out of a lineup, but again, the Vegas connection. I actually saw him play back there in the dang, so I kind of been following him his career. I could not pick Mike Trout out of a lineup. As a grown man who pays attention to sports, who watches every sports show there is, that's how little they're talking about baseball. That's how little baseball hits the radar. I mean, the Indians are like 14 games ahead right yeah, now. Yeah, they're and it's, monstrous. It's not even like, it's just like, eh, nobody whatever. Nobody cares. Eh, whatever. And, and dude, listen, and I don't mean to say nobody, nobody cares, like, ah, whatever, screw it. I mean, I'm saying, like, dude, there's something going on. This is, I know I've been harping on the NBA, but obviously Major League Baseball is the sport with a ton of trouble, and I don't get it. It's the sport played when the weather's the best. It's the sport that gets you outside. Fantone is is a little bit right here that that affordability is right. Right. It's and I you know what I love more than anything is a day baseball game. You play a game at one fifteen in the afternoon, dude. I get a nice cold draft beer, hot dog, maybe take a date. Oh, dude, what a great day that is. Now I've never been the biggest fan on television. I know if you don't like baseball on TV, it's because you're. Stupid. I know. I can make the same thing about golf, and you'll, you don't believe that either. Something's going on. I thought it was all offense, but apparently not. The ball's leaving the park more than it ever has. It's very strange. Three million less attendees this year. You keep telling me how it's the NFL. God, man, people are so... Dude, that whole the NFL's in trouble is all jealousy. Every other story you read, if you're willing to read other stories, it just goes to show you all the jealousy. Sometimes in life... It is very different to do the right thing versus being dragged into the right thing. It's drastically different. That's next on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. 730. We'll get you hooked up with those tickets for the third annual Hall of Fame City Comic Con at the Canton Civic Center September the 15th. Fantone and I will be on site hosting your cosplay and judging your uh, your cosplay contest. We'll probably let you guys judge it a little bit. We'll just mispronounce the names of all the characters for you for about an hour. It was a little nerve-wracking for your boy. Like, I don't, I dude, like, I'm fine as long as I know exactly what I'm doing. Right. But when I'm looking through, the, like, through a line of monsters, villains, and superheroes, and I can't pronounce the stuff, I'm like, Jesus, dude, Thanos, no wonder he wiped them all out. You can't say any of their names. You could always tell when Stansberry didn't know because he'd, like, nudge me, like, Phantom, say, say something. Say something. Say something. Say something. I uh, I want to see I want to see some pro wrestling cosplay. I feel like there's been so many, you know. I mean, there's uh, comic book stuff and superhero movie stuff and all these different things, dude. Somebody come out looking like I don't know Stone Cold Steve Austin or something. Come on, guys, get, hook me up. Yeah. Well, there's no bald dudes in camp. Right. I drink too much Budweiser. Right. Like, come on. Actually, dude, I met a guy on uh, on Sunday at that last of the cast ride that my buddy Seth did that yeah. looked exactly like Stone Cold Steve Austin. His, but as a matter of fact, his name is Steve. There you go. No, it's I swear to God, because it's his know. buddy Steve's son. Yeah, dude, Stevie Jr., they call Dude, he does. He, oh, my God. That guy's name is Steve. He looked like he liked to drink beer. Wearing jean shorts, I bet. All right, I'm gonna, I'll reach out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you. Uh, dude, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, and, dude, here's the thing. Dude, between now and September 15th, he needs to learn how to give a Stone Cold Stunner because Fantone deserves one. 7.30, I guess we'll get into that. I don't know why we went that far into all that. <laughs> I apologize. So, my dad used to say all the time, Dan, you should try to do the right thing as often as possible. And here's why. Because when life throws a monkey wrench in, you're going to be judged not how that situation went down, but who you were every day leading up into that situation. 
Okay. If your track record was good, you're going to get the benefit of the doubt when something goes wrong. Yeah, you build up some credit, and all of a sudden the bank gives you some more money. Yeah, that's, that's, that's totally how it works. Totally how it works, right? Also, he used to say this to me, that if you have to be dragged into doing the right thing, you won't get as much credit for it. Because people are going to point out to you, well, dude, no, 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 you did, we had to, we, we had to make you get here. And I talked about this a little bit last week with Urban Meyer. Cause he now, it was like two days later, now he's like, he issues the apology to the woman, Courtney Smith, in the situation. Again, because the whole world went, uh, do you notice? He apologized to everybody but the woman who was like at the center of this, right? Now, whether he did anything wrong, whatever, it's, we're not going into Urban Meyer here. Ultimately, dude, at the end of the day, no matter what, that apology should have had something to Courtney Smith in it the first time around. It shouldn't have taken a nation full of people to tell you that you didn't do it so we do it. So now after a couple of days later, when you do apologize to her, it comes off as like, eh, you're not really doing this, right? And we saw this a little bit yesterday, and this is going to be different. And again, Fantone and I always feel like we got to kid glove this with you, but I'm not going to today. I'm not. So... A man that Fantone and I will agree that we feel clears the bar for the Sansbury show as made it as a hero, John McCain. Okay. Died. Okay. Right? I'll let other people argue whether he's a hero or not. This program feels like he had more than more than enough cleared the bar of what I can call a hero. Okay? Died. It is traditionally standard from what I understand, and I hope I'm not wrong on this. So I'll be honest with you, it's not like I paid attention every time. But to lower the flag at the center of the White House in a situation like this when it happens. They didn't do it until a nation full of people freaked out and said, oh, my God, we're, we're, we're at this level. We're, we're, we're not doing this. And then it happened. So, again, you had to be dragged into doing the right thing. And I don't understand it. This is like pr- lowering the flag yesterday was like praying. You might not gain everything. But what did you lose by praying? Nothing. As a secular person who doesn't necessarily believe in religion, you don't lose anything by praying. You may not gain what you want, but what'd you lose? You didn't lose. So why not just lower the flag, show appreciation for a guy who has served his country in multiple ways, by the way, in a war, through public service as he got out of that war, in a war that treated him horrifically, by the way, and then got out and still chose to serve his country. That's remarkable to me. That is remarkable to me. No, I didn't agree with everything John McCain had to say. I didn't want him to be president. Voted against him, as a matter of fact. But the guy served his country in more than one manner. For me, that's lowering the flag bill there, bro. It is. I'm sorry. It is. And I know a lot of people. Dude, I know a ton of people in this area. Dude, Trump won this won this region three to one. He mopped it up. And I even said maybe that it was possible it was going to happen. But guys, at some point, we do got to admit that dude, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. And, dude, this should have been done. You should not have to be told to be doing this. I'm sorry. You should not, I should not have to tell you to do this. Now, I didn't tell them, but the country did, and then they did it, which tells you what? That this is what should have been done from the beginning. Am I right or am I wrong here? I mean, nothing less sincere than when your brother got, like, dragged by his ear into your bedroom and your mom's standing there telling him to apologize. apologize. And your brother would apologize. Your brother would apologize, but he had that S-eating grin on him where he's like, dude, as soon as she's gone, as soon as she's in the kitchen, dude, you're getting it again. You're getting it again. Mom and dad sleep, Daniel. Mom and dad sleep, and I'm going to beat the living crap. Dude, that was David for sure. So, so, so there's a little bit of that there to me. God, my brother was a dick. Um... (laughs) And to me, this is another one of those things when it comes to President Trump where it's like, 
Dude, just 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 do it. Just where, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Right. You can you can avoid problems here. And there's a little bit of me that's like, why would you why would you want this headache? You know all you have to do, literally, you have to do nothing. Like you have to do is just be like, yeah, dude, half 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 mass. Yeah, fine, dude. That's what, what we're doing. So so why 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 do you want this headache? And the reason why is because causing these headaches has gotten him to where he is. He's yeah. not going to change his behavior. He's I, not. We, it, we we know that, and you're not wrong. But he, but but this is my take on that end of it. The country knows your take on John McCain, right? And they kind of know where you were on this whole thing, and you've already missed up with this once before. So what I would do, this is me, is I would go the opposite direction here, flip it on its face, and show. Like, show people, dude, I'm not what you think I am, and then, and, and do it the right way, and then, by the way, then you get to do for a week what you love to do most, which is tweet anything you want. If you nail this, if you nail the John McCain send-off, he can tweet what he wants for a week, and people are going to be like, well, yeah, but, 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 and for a guy who wants to be so heavy-handed on Twitter, don't you want to buy yourself the, the characters? Don't you want to buy yourself the lines? You don't have to. He has enough slack in his base where it's like, I don't have to. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't us, like, Okay, now let me ask you this, okay? So, because if there's enough slack in that base... For that to be true, and I'm not saying that it's not true. I don't think you're wrong. But if there's enough slack in that base, then that doesn't that mean that he wins by a mile next time too? If you can do all of that, get it wrong, and still be like seen favorably, doesn't that mean he wins by a mile again? I mean, you have to remember that 80,000 votes in three states is really what made the difference in this presidential Fair. election. And three million people, three million Americans, three more million Americans voted for the opposite side. So I don't know if it's necessarily like, well, that's a foregone conclusion, because okay. I, I don't necessarily think that. Okay. But I, I, I do think that when it comes to, and this is, that's, that's a part of the insanity to me, is that like, like, I'm not. I'm not out here like saying, "Yo, respect Hillary Clinton." We're talking about John Goddamn McCain, dude. We're talking about a somebody you would have voted against, a conservative uh, Stewart, a conservative, a, 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 a mainstay for the past, you know, thirty plus years of public service. A guy who was who was who was going to be that party's president. A guy who, if he picked a better running mate, would have been president. Who a guy who, if he would have won would just have now stopped being president would have stopped being president in 2016 so like the, the the fact that the fact that that it's such a quick turn on that guy and now I, yesterday i was kind of reading like all right well i'm going to read some comments here in sections and see what people are saying and there were okay. so many people crapping on john mccain oh he was a songbird he was dude he was telling everything and i was like dude what is this and then i was like dude you know, there's so many times where I'm like, well, is this a real person? Is this a troll? Is this something like this? I think there is that level of that where like people are are, are divisively are using this issue to be intentionally divisive with where it's like we're, we're splintering things up even more. So it, it, I do. I think that a vast majority of Americans view John McCain as a hero. Yes, I do. Um, I would agree with that. But I do think that there's enough. Enough, uh, enough divisive speech going on right now, where this has fundamentally changed the way that I think that like, like what is conservatism anymore? If John McCain is no longer your dude, if John McCain, a, a true to the heart conservative, like somebody that I like, like like much like my dad, where I'm like, okay, like I don't view you as a racist, I don't view you as as as, as a bigot, I don't view you as these no. as these terrible things. But if he's if he's now if he's now not a hero, then what is conservatism? Yeah, I, I yeah, the, that party is kind of suffering that right now. Do my brother's a little bit like that but too? But winning, and he said in the last election, like, dude, I don't have my guy. Like, I don't. We don't really have the guy. We don't. 
And sure enough, they ended up winning, but he, he, he didn't feel like he had the guy who he identifies with most. And so you're right on that. Now, again, I should point this out. Um, and I hate to give Dwayne credit on anything, uh, but he says, you're going to get the Trumpers pointing it out. He lo- they lowered the flag, then they put it back up, and then they had to lower it back again when everybody freaked out. Because, again, there's normally a standard grace period here of how long you leave this lowered. And... Yeah, dude, if you put it down and then put it back up, it just, it looks, you know what it does? It looks petty. It looks very petty. And there are a lot of other, this is again, be careful who you are every single day of your life. Because if President Trump looks like anything day in and day out, petty's part of it. Like, that's definitely part of how I would describe his makeup. Now, I don't think that's debilitating as a president, but it wouldn't be the first thing I would pick for my president. But he is a petty Petty person. I mean, this was the American Legion asking him to do this. This wasn't just like, oh, look at these libtards out here. I mean, the goddamn American Legion. Like, this isn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't. Okay, say that again for me because people are already trying to, dude, I'm already getting the fake news stuff in my inbox about how this isn't really what happened. I mean, dude, the largest wartime veteran service organization. The American Legion okay. requested President Trump do this. So, like I said, it's not just like it's not just it's not just like the young Portland Turks saying this, right? Right. It's this not is, Portland. This is this was this was an easy win for the guy. And honestly, it shouldn't even be a win. Putting the the, the flag down half mass yeah, shouldn't we, be a win. Yeah, but we know there's political wins even when you're doing the right thing. Like we talk about it all the time. You and I are both charitable people. We are both next to charities. Now we do that because we want to be that as a person, but also there is a there is also going to be a benefit to our career that comes with it too. That should be a low bar though. If that's where it's like, well, Oh, I agree with that. Well, pff, whoa, boy, he really did a good job there. It's like, dude. Yeah, I uh again, much like Urban Meyer. If you got to be told to do it, you're not really doing the right thing. You're just placating me. This is much, okay, you know what, Trumpers? I'm going to throw you one on the other side for somebody I voted for. This is much like Hillary coming around to gay marriage. She didn't do it. You did it, and then she flip-flopped on her position because she thought it was going to win her. She thought it was going to be a win for her. See, Trumpers? I'll give you one on our side. I'll give you one. That's Hillary being a total hypocrite and an awful person and having to be dragged into the right place. We fair now? Everybody, Everybody good? All right. We'll, uh, we'll bribe some of you back with those Hall of Fame City Comic Con tickets. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. I just read something that bums me out. Now, I'm not surprised to hear it. And uh, we'll also get you hooked up with these Hall of Fame City Comic Con tickets here uh, momentarily. Also, 8 o'clock, get you out of town for a few days, send you to Vegas. A couple of killer nights of shows there. Um, apparently, smoking weed. Yeah. Now, again, I always tell people, you got to get over your fear of this, and we should be at legalization. We do all this stuff. Right. And because I feel that way, I always try to then... If there's a story that, that kind of flies in the face of my, like, hey, don't worry, everything's fine, that I try to put it out there so I can never really be accused of only being one side on this issue. Yeah, dude, I think most people would do better with that. Um, just because you believe something or think something... Well, I learn more this way. ...doesn't mean you should stick your head in the sand. Well, it's all over now. This is what I think. This is my opinion. And there it is. There's no need for that. You should try to, try to diversify a little bit. Now, again, I believe marijuana to be... 
on par with other things we allow adults to take part in legally after you reach a certain age, right? right? And that they're that, um, and in a lot of instances, probably safer than some of the other things people are doing every day, even things doctors are giving you. At the very least, no more dangerous, Fair. no more intoxicating, like, like uh, at the very least, equal, equal to or less than. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. But they say now that smoking marijuana, cannabis, ages your brain on average about three years. They say marijuana was found to ramp up brain aging by 2.8 years, making it worse for your mind than bipolar disorder or attention deficit hyperactivity disorders, which also because of the activity and how hard your brain is working, then will age it. Obviously, as you use anything, you're wearing it out. Schizophrenics brains were found to have aged by an even greater average of four years. Now, you may be thinking, well, what about booze? Okay. Now, again, I feel like booze and marijuana, depending on which system you want to use, they're either equal or marijuana ends up in the better end of the category. And I think, honestly... Even alcohol companies understand that as you are already starting to see domestic beer companies saying, uh, yeah, we're bringing you weed beer. That's coming. Get ready for the weed beer. We're doing it. So they understand that. But boozing, they say here, the booze will age your brain by 0.6 years. So under a year versus marijuana's 2.8. Now, that's not great. I don't want my brain to be any older. But what they don't tell me here. Is is how long did I have to smoke for that to take place? Now I will tell you, I have had a pretty close relationship with said it said product. So whatever it was, yeah. I've hit it. You've crossed that bridge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. I've hit it. I if I feel like I feel like I dude, I'm clearing that bar pretty easily. But is the person who smokes once a month clearing that bar? I don't know because they don't break it down for me that far. And does it matter when you smoked all of this weed? Because, like, I would assume that, you know, most people probably smoked a vast majority of their weed in their younger years. If you're no longer smoking now, yes, obviously. You know, I I, I, I would think that's the case. So, like, does it make a difference when a 25-year-old is taking a bunch of bong rips versus a 55-year-old? I think that's going to have to play a part of it. Dude, bongs. That stuff's crazy. I got to tell you, man, it's almost too intense anymore. It's like, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't need all that. Oh, dude. And and, and the intensity of marijuana is... If you're one of those people who who was like, yeah, dude, I used to smoke in college or whatever, but I haven't in the past 30 years, dude, the game has changed, man. Weed is so much different. The extracts and things like that. I know there's people out there who like who want crappy weed, but you can't get it anymore. Like you want that calmer, mellower, like, all right, I remember the weed from back when I was young. Dude, it's it's impossible to find now. All right. I am. Um, I'm well, I'm, I'm curious as if I should be as open about this as I'm about to. Probably not, but maybe, all right, here maybe, we go. Maybe not. <laughs> but here we go. We don't have anything else planned. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, uh, that break was shorter than I thought it was going to be, and so we got slammed right in here. It's exactly why we're talking about this right now. I, um, But, like, there's this new, like, vaping version of weed now that they do where it's like you get, like, these oils and these waxes mm-hmm. and these extracts. And, dude, I got to tell you, that's a it's a more expensive way to go about it, but it's cleaner. Um, less, a lot less scent with it, like a lot that. Oh yeah. And dude, I got to tell you, I was doing that for a while that so much that I find that the other method now, I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. That the taste is terrible and that, um, I'm not enjoying it so much to the where, where I was like, am I just, am I, am I done with this now? 
Like, am I just, or have I just hit the part where I'm like, well, you know what? Like, maybe I'm just done. I don't know if done when you're just using another. Substance. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying done with this one end of this versus, and have I now moved fully over into another area here? Um, you know, I guess is a possibility. I mean, I always think there's going to be people who want to physically smoke weed as opposed oh, to extract I, yeah, or vape I don't think or whatever. It's in danger. I'm saying for me, it just a, as a personal situation. I think honestly, it's changed me. I um, and I have to wonder too, like how much will that change? your brain and change things like that and like this is we kind of are in new uncharted territory when it comes to weed and I guess that's a good thing because obviously things are changing times are changing public opinion is changing Um, but there's definitely going to be more and more stories like this I know I sent you a story about well oh my gosh THE is showing up in breast milk and it's like well yeah idiot if you're smoking dope yeah it's going to show up so like there's going to be you know more I don't want her taking pills either I don't want to say negative stories but more stories that fly in the face of like, well, it's medicine, man, and everything's good, dude. If yeah, I just smoke and I mean, everything, again, I'm a better driver. No, you're dude, not. Nah, but no, you're again, not. I've been the guy no, who, who tells you, like, do, do dial down the dial down the medicine thing. Like, here's the thing. Are there medicinal benefits to marijuana? For sure there is. There's a huge reason. Much like I was telling you earlier about your kid, like why he's going for the Twinkies is because he's trying to self-medicate. Right. Dude, the amount of people who are smoking marijuana to self-medicate anxiety issues or other right. things. Like, I got a buddy who's got MS, and he tells me, he's like, dude, I smoke weed from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed and part of it is is that i'm managing my multiple sclerosis and i was like yeah i gotta imagine that is why you do that do you really care if your brain's two years older than what it is i don't know does that i mean i i i i want to say no but i care that my man boobs are two and a half years older than they were two years ago i mean i do care about that i mean so yes i feel like if i could see the effects of my brain being two and a half years older the way i can my boobs Pour out a little liquor on the curb over the fact that I got boobs. Let's do that. Should probably get my 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 fat old body back in the gym today. Let's send you to the third annual Hall of Fame City Comic Con Saturday, September fifteenth, Canton Civic Center. We will be on site uh, hosting your cosplay contest. If you do not win these tickets, you can pick them up at hofcitycomiccon.com. But we'll send caller seventeen right now at one eight hundred two four three seven six two five. You're getting hooked up for free. More Sansbury Show right around the corner. Hang on. Uh, yo, guys, Fantone from the Sansbury Show here, talking to you about the Rollholt Vision Institute. If you've been thinking about LASIK. I know you got a lot of questions. I know you got a lot of concerns. And that's natural, dude. Anytime you make a big investment, you're going to want to have some clarity, especially when that investment is yourself. I mean, LASIK is a surgery, so it's natural for you to want a little bit more information before you make a decision like that. Which is why I'm telling you, go to RollHoltVision.com. They make things crystal clear for you, both literally and figuratively. So whether you need an explanation of what LASIK really is, you're worried about some of the financing options, or you're ready to take that self-evaluation test, dude, find out all all the answers and find them out at rollholtvision.com. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show and Rock 106.9. About, uh, not that long away. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes from now. Getting you hooked up with that first keyword of the day, sending you out to Las Vegas for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. I want to go to that just once before I die. Send or before I get fired. Word. Fired's faster. Let's say that, that, that one's going to be first. I was going to say, honestly, it's probably more likely that it happens after you get fired. I mean, like, you're, they're not going to send us. Like, that's the truth. So maybe once you get fired, you'll now be eligible to win contests, and you could text your way in. I think I would still be too bitter to listen. You know what I mean? There's like a uh, there's like a, a like a pattern to it. You don't even really have to listen. You can just figure out the pattern. It's not hard. <laughs> Take things I shouldn't say for a thousand, Alex. Yeah, let's just 
move her right down the field. <laughs> just, just move her right down the Black field. Black SUVs there. come flying in. Going to help Fantone out there. All right. Uh, no easy way to transition here, and this is not funny at all. No. Uh, so there's really no way to do this other than to tell you that there was a serious uh, crime that was underway in Canton, Ohio, and uh, Canton Police Department handled this pretty well. Uh, we have a little audio, this from Fox 8, and we'll let you take a listen to what went down here. Blue Canton police say the suspect viciously attacked his girlfriend and then wouldn't cooperate when police caught up with him. For nearly 20 minutes, police Jeez. and his caseworker tried to get him to come with them quietly, but he just wouldn't listen. Let me go! Just relax, Let man. me go! This is video of John Daniels running from police after they tried to take him into custody. After a brief foot chase, they were eventually able to bring him in. Canton police were trying to talk with Daniels after they say he brutally attacked his girlfriend. Police say he hit her in the face multiple times, Jeez. choked her to the point where she almost lost consciousness, <sighs> and dragged her to another location where he continued to hurt her. Police also say he tried to set her on fire, but he was unsuccessful. When police tried to bring him in, he wouldn't cooperate. He kept walking away from them as they patiently tried to calm him down. They even brought in his caseworker to the scene to try to convince him to come into custody. What is going on? Something is going on. Just relax and talk to her. Okay. What's going on? Listen, I don't have anything on me. I'm not going to... I'm assuming that's the caseworker. Correct. We're not here to hurt you. During his arrest, police also say he punched one of the officers Dear in the God. face, Lou. Daniel faces numerous charges, including felonious assault, abduction, obstructing official business, and resisting arrest, to name a few. Wow. All right. That's a lot of charges right there, right? Right. And then we got a caseworker on scene. So obviously, I don't feel like it's a stretch for me to then assume that we're dealing with a little bit of a mental health issue here. But again, I'm going to get the back of the can PD here a little bit. Here you got a 29-year-old man who beat up his girlfriend and was going to light her on fire. Runs from them. It takes him 20 minutes to get him under. Then he punches one of the cops. This guy doesn't get tased or shot. In a lot of other police departments, a lot of other cities, this story ends with this guy dead on the ground. It does. And so, dude, Canton PD has been in this situation multiple times while I've been hosting this show. And all of their... well. Most of those suspects have gotten to go home, to, to, if my memory serves. I, I feel like more often than not, I'm in here like, yeah, man, they handled it right. Like in a lot of other cities, this guy's really, really bad. And I've f always felt a little lucky, like, oh, man, like if I got to cool a community down after something like that. Like my buddy lives in Pittsburgh, and I got a buddy who does radio in Pittsburgh. And, dude, if you've been paying attention to what's been going on there with those cops and what's went on, it's like, oh, God, dude, if I had to be that guy calming all that down, like that's my one of my biggest worries. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to see – you don't want to see – an issue when it comes to police nope. and communities anywhere, nope. but obviously not in our backyard. Um, you know, I, I think there is going to be plenty of people who are going to say contrary to what we say here, but like, feels to me like a vast majority of the times things are going right with CPD. And I think a big part of it is, is this is the initiative they have of community policing where it's not just like one dude, you know, Lamar Sharp decided, Hey, I'm going to be nice to some kids. I mean, that is a, a thing that has been implemented well, into their entire department there. His where like chief really took it and was like, this is cool. Let's, let's, uh, let's not, let's not like, you know, suppress it. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's expand this. Let's get behind this. Let's be, let's be supportive of this. And you're right. That is how it happens. I think it's a big thing. And again, a lot of times when people have negative feelings on cops, you know what, it, what really that is? It was you. 
It's like, dude, I, I know, you know how many guys I know have a negative opinion on cops because they got a DUI? And I always hear them say this, cop gave me a DUI. No, he didn't, you moron. You went out and got one. Yeah. I mean, you went out and got, no, the cop didn't pour fireball down your mouth and then pull you over. You went out and got one. I I, I don't I don't want to come off like, well, dude, every every single time, cops never done anything no, wrong in his entire life. Not. No, there's a, dude, they're all perfect. They're all great. They're all the best. Um, But in this case, this should be one of those things where you look at it and this is what builds that community trust. This is what builds that like, okay, there was something confrontational happening here. Nobody's life was at risk and nobody died. That's a good thing. We should all be able to look at that and be like, Across the board, that was that was a positive ending to what 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 could have been a very negative situation. In a lot of other cities, in a lot of other police departments, if a cop gets punched on the scene, that guy does not get to go home. And then the rest of us are all sitting here today judging that cop, judging whether or not what the motive was. Had he been this color, does he get to go home? And we avoided all of that because our police department somehow, some way seems to manage these situations better than some other police departments. Canton PD, shout out. You're appreciated. You know you probably don't hear it enough. This show appreciates the hell out of you. Next on the Stansbury Show, your first opportunity to win your way out to Vegas for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. That's next on Rock 106.9. The Stansbury Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show. We're on Rock 1069, and we're about to send you out to Las Vegas for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Your first keyword of the day happens momentarily. Got to get through this first, though. So we got issues on the coaching staff, right? With the Cleveland Browns, there's issues. Hard Knocks has kind of shown us this. I said, I was like, dude, this, 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 there's, we saw it with Todd Haley, and now we're starting to see with Greg Williams. Like, there, there is, there's questioning of how Hugh Jackson's coaching here. And I don't know if, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if it's there's a contrast between old school new school that's happening here cuz Hugh seems to be a little new school pro player. Let's make sure we're not oh, you know, abusing the body, uh, a little bit more rest oriented where Greg Williams is more like eh, not so much. So Denzel Ward I guess had some back spasms after making a tackle in the last preseason game against the Eagles in which your Browns won 5 to nothing. And Greg Williams, a little paraphrase here, said, eh, well, you know what I mean? The way you tackled him, kind of dumb. Like, that's not the way we want you to do it. And so now Hugh's like, you know what? Maybe calling our players dumb in the media, probably not the best idea. And so now it's all about whether or not, it's all about your style and what you like. Are you more pro Hugh, who's more like, you know, let's get the players back here. Let's not necessarily, you know, dump up and down him. He's like, I don't, you know, he's like, look, there's a way we want the guys to tackle because the size structure and all that. But we don't want to get the guy hurt or anything like that. He says, I mean, I'm sure Greg does advise, but we don't need to do all that stuff in the media. Basically, like, dude, let's not air out our dirty laundry in the media. Yeah, I think there's an important difference here between Hugh Jackson saying you can't call our players stupid and you can't call our players stupid to the media. I think there's a very real difference well, there in those two things. Now, is there? I agree that there is a difference, but is there a difference when there's cameras on the field 24-7 a day now and like grabbing a player by the face mask and calling them dumb? Because aren't you then calling the player dumb to the media anyway? <sighs> yes, being caught on camera doing it as opposed to saying it to reporters is a difference to me. It tells me Greg Williams is not a head coach. 
I, or at I, least not answering questions the way a head coach would. And now I, he's not a head coach. I understand the the you know like these are tough men and we should be able to say whatever we want. And by no means am I like, well, you can't cuss at him, you can't call him names, you can't do these things. But there is a level of you can do things in house, you can do things, you can do your laundry here for sure. Sure. But as soon as you start throwing it out on the street, that's when the problem starts. Now I do like this out of Greg Williams because they asked him how he plans to play all of his linebackers, and how he plans to keep them all happy. And he says, I could give an S about keeping them happy. They need to keep me happy, and then they'll get to play. Now, dude, I kind of like that. That's right. I do kind of like that. But the problem is, is I don't think that's where sports is right now or where sports is rotating towards. Now, this is a little bit more true in the NBA where we cater to the athlete a little too much, and that's why they're all getting together behind closed doors, fixing the league, and then driving it to a four-city league, but whatever. Right? It's a little bit more guilty in the NBA. But there is this mentality now, especially with Twitter, where, dude, this younger generation is going to argue that you need to be more pro player and that you're just the coach. It's the guy on the field who wins in the games. And it's like, I don't know if you're going to be able to keep that mentality and coach that way that much longer. Probably this season, sure, yeah. But how much longer are you going to be able to coach like that? These kids aren't growing up being coached and, 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 and mentored that way. They're not. As a matter of fact, Greg Williams was doing this when he was on Hard Knocks with the Rams. He was bitching about how soft these new players are. So now here we are a couple of years later even. He's got to be going through this. Is that just coach platitudes there where was this was this was this 30 years ago when it was you know when it was 1989 where coaches like you guys are so much softer than yes. back when I played in the 1960s well look at that movie Days and Confused you know to break them down and then my mom could run faster than you pansies and she was 6'4 yeah I mean every yes yes there is sometimes it's motivation so yes there's, there's always going to be the coach who's telling you that the guy he had before you was better than you right so there is that tougher than you stronger than you but, I mean, we are getting to a place where, dude, they practice less. You're not allowed to push them as hard and, like, all this stuff. So if you're an old-school coach like Greg Williams, I could get it being frustrating. They're all bigger, faster, stronger, right? I would think. So, like, so. Th- that's one of those things where I agree that, like, things have changed. There's no question about it. But it's like, have they changed for the better? I mean, like, dudes are more capable of big hits. And you know what I'm saying? Like, these dudes are better athletes than they were then. And I guess if you're like, once again, if your goal is to build toughness, then maybe this is the wrong way to do it. But if your goal is to build quality football players, I think the the, the results speak for themselves. I have been a Hugh apologist, but now we have the offensive and defensive coordinator at odds with how the head coach is coaching. Now, I'll agree that, and I've said this about Hard Knocks before, um, this is... Yeah, but this a, came in media day. Right. This is a, it's a TV show, so some of those things where it's like, well, is, is, that, is that distance between Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson really as big as it is, or is Hard Knocks playing that up? But you're right. This wasn't this necessarily... Is this wasn't a Hard Knocks story. Not tonight, I'm sure there'll be something, but... A- absolutely right, as the, as the next episode airs tonight, 10 o'clock HBO, but I... To me, this is because somebody said this yesterday. I think it was Chris Fedora actually said this yesterday, and he's not wrong. That 0 16 doesn't just happen. No. So, dude, if you got your offensive and defensive coordinator questioning the head coach, it's like, well, what's happening here? Right. I mean, I, and I know you can make the argument, well, they're 0 and 0. 10 and 6, buddy. Well, 10 they're 0 and 6. 0 right now, but it's like, yeah, but you can only go off of what they've given you. And the resume of Hugh Jackson is piss poor. There's Ain't no, great. There's no question about it. So, yeah, I mean, 
to not to not only have like, well, if it was one guy, then well, maybe he's playing for his job. Maybe he's trying to do things. But both it's sides two, of the ball. But it's two guys who have a serious problem with the way Hugh Jackson does things. And it's two guys. I mean, they have been in winning cultures before. Now, Hugh Jackson made the announcement yesterday, too. I think it was Mary Kay Cabot talking about how the Browns are not going to be uh, playing their starters um, when it comes to the Great Lakes Classic against the Detroit Lions coming up here, I think, Thursday night. Um, is that softness? Is that like, is you know, like, well, you're not going to no, play I your thought, starters? Don't they need the minutes? Don't well, they need no, the, rump, that, the reps? No, that's standard, right? They never played the last preseason game, I thought. I, but but the you third were, one's always the big game. But you were not, nobody else has ever been 1 in 31 before. Okay. If, it's, if it's like, yo, you guys need to practice right. as much as you can, and Todd Haley's saying, get out there and quit being so soft. I mean, is this softness? Is this. Are, are, okay, because Baker's playing, right? He, he's starting, right? I do not know if they've made an official if it's going to be him or Drew Stanton or who it's going to be. I would assume Baker's going to be getting most of the snaps. I heard last night Baker Mayfield starting. Well, I, I support that. I Twitter think told me Baker Mayfield was starting. I don't know. Okay, so the, I, I'm trusting Twitter there. Makes sense to me. So he's not then playing with any of the ones? Uh, vast- See, I don't understand why we do this then. then, what, then what do I get? What do I get to see here? I, I, I guess at that point you, you know, you're playing with the twos because you are the two there. And it, Yeah, but if but if Tarah Taylor goes down, you're not the two. You're the one. He's the backup quarterback because we think he can be the one if the one goes down or doesn't play well. So don't I need to see what he looks like with Jarvis Landry? I mean, but isn't that the case with all number ones? Then is like, well, should you're gonna yes, but the quarterback position is the most important. It's the most important position in sport. And I guess the one thing that I will say is that if he's not playing with the starters, um, maybe that is a good thing because Josh Gordon has been announced as not starting. Against Pittsburgh. Oh, that's been announced. Yeah, they said he's going to be ready week one, but he is not starting. So he'll probably play, but not in the starting line. This is one of those we kind of technically can't let you start because you left in camp and we haven't answered this question. Which, by the way, guys, let's just clear this up. I can't even believe the fact that this is on Hard Knocks and it's not a bigger story. This is how I know. You want to know how I know this team's not going to be 10 and 6? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, this is how you know for sure right here. This team will not be 10 and 6. Because if the national sports NFL media thought this team had any shot to be 10 and 6, they would ask for harsher questions and harsher answers on what's going on with Josh Gordon. Getting closer to being able to practice, getting a little bit closer. They dude, if they dude, if you were the Dallas Cowboys or if you were the Patriots or if you were any close to being even the Steelers who were going to be good this year, you would have to be answering this question. But because everybody knows what I know, which is you're going to be 4 and 12 and it's going to look ho hum that nobody cares about the Browns on that kind of level even though you're on hard knocks. If you were going to be 10 and 6, Everybody would be pushing for real answers on Josh Gordon, but you're not going to be 10 and 6. So the national sports media and Mike Florio doesn't care about it. That's how I know you're not going to be as good as everybody tells me. But I don't know, man. They might be that good. I don't see it. I really don't. Your first opportunity of the day to head out to Vegas for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Festival, that's right now. Rock 106.9 has your shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Now, text the keyword Vegas to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info, standard data, and message supply. That's Vegas to 200-200. Good luck from Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sands Ray Show. We're on Rock 106.9. New to Tuesday starts at 9 o'clock. You're getting... Marshmallow featuring uh, 
Anne Marie, I believe is her name. Sure, why not? I don't know who. Uh, Whatever. Dude, the, the marshmallow <laughs> makes me feel old. It does. I, I, I said it to open the show this morning. I feel like my dad. Snoop. What, what is he snooping? What is he? Is, this, is he a detective? I don't get it. What's he on? The, what is he on the trail of? I feel like, dude, that's how I feel about marshmallow. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm uncomfortable with it. We'll also have new low cash for you. Also new shine down. All part of new Tur Tuesday brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino there. So I saw this and uh, Fantone's probably uh, closer to getting married than I am, obviously, as you're in a full blown committed relationship. And uh, well, I am at failure to launch. Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't that be quite a plot twist, though? If Stansberry ends up getting married before me, all of a sudden you just sweep, sweep someone, someone sweeps you off your feet. Stansberry getting carried over the aisle would be amazing. I should be doing the carrying. Oh, yeah. I think, oh, well. I think there. I think that's how that goes. If uh, if anybody's you know taking anybody over the threshold. Uh, first of all, if a chick can carry me, I'm not sure I want to marry her because uh, that's gonna. She that I mean that's like the brawny woman. I don't know if I need that. Speaking of all these things, do you have a uh, a date set up with that chick from the '90s concert yet? I uh, I uh, no. I um. So I. Why did you do this to me? Because we need to talk about something. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? No. So there's been a lot of texting like teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, there was. Uh, we thought maybe lunch today was going to be able to happen, but wow. uh, there, there's a couple of work plans that she's unable to get out of. But we're talking about a daytime meetup here. We're not talking about, yo, let's meet up for drinks and finish what we started. It's like, no, it's a daytime meetup, dude. It's serious. Yeah. I mean, um, I am I am interested at, at um, whatever meal I can get, I want. Jeez, that's right. You get know ready I mean? to eat. Like, Right. No, I don't even need to order anything. I uh, whichever version of sit across the table and I get to know more about you. I, I that that is that can happen wow. first. That's the one I want. Wow, dude, you do sound like a teenager right now. A little bit. If you would read these text messages, yeah, I think you'd puke. I think you'd throw up. Yeah, it's almost too. It's like it's a little like what happened here? <laughs> what happened here? I'm older than this. I'm uh, what? What is it going? What's going on here? So yes. So when I bring this up, because this woman called off her wedding for a crazy reason. All right. How many people in your life, Fantone, would you go to a destination? Like, if it was going to cost you money to go to their wedding, meaning yeah. you got to buy a ticket or like you got to go out of town or um, and, and let's say it was going to cost you twelve hundred bucks to come out of pocket to go to somebody's wedding. How many people are crossing that bar? Now, your brother's already married. He yeah. would have crossed it. Right. Uh, I yeah. mean, if your parents get divorced, you probably go to watch your dad get married again. Probably not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's probably going to be one of those things. Like, what do you mean? You guys have been married for 50 years and I have to go to another wedding? No, I'm Jeez, not doing Mike, that. Jeez, Mike, sorry. I'm coming. I guess I'm the best man, apparently. Uh, F- five people. Even if I'm consider- even if I'm counting my brother, uh, five people maybe I'm dropping over a thousand bucks on? If I was to get married and it was like, hey, it's going to yeah. cost you a thousand bucks. Are you spending that to come to my wedding? Yeah, you're on my list of short, like... Yeah, you would have to be on that, too, and I don't... So don't do that to me. No, like, no, no, like, no, of course not. Like, and I know you'd be, you know, economically sound, so I know I don't yeah, think I'm you will. Yeah, I'm a frugal person. No, yeah, that'll be the Canton VFW is where... Oh, 100%. Buzzman, <laughs> what are you guys doing right now? Do you get weddings there? Like, oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly right. So like Sponsored that, that, by the Royal right. Vision Institute, dude. The whole thing's getting sold. Now, this woman's like calling off this wedding because her friends and family don't want to spend the $1,200 to like attend this wedding. Now, my thing is, is like, I think that this is a byproduct of the crowdsourcing culture and people expecting to be able to make money off of things that where you weren't before. Now, isn't the reason you have a destination wedding is so that people don't come? Okay, now that's all right. So my brother and Roxanne, his wife, are both from Ohio. Now, when they met, she had been home for the summer 
and but was living in California, and my brother was still living here. Then he went and moved there. They fell in love, did that whole thing, and then got married. So then what they decided to do was, instead, because of they're both here, they decided to get married in Orange County in California. Because what Roxanne said was, is now I can invite everyone I want to invite, and nobody's upset that they didn't get invited, but the people I don't really want to be at my wedding, who I feel like I should invite, aren't going to get on the plane to come to California. That was the whole reason they did it. Yeah, I was going to say, much like that Seinfeld episode where they go to India, where it's like the whole point of that was, is 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 I invite you, you send me a present, but you don't come. Right. Exactly right. So I think that's what I'm saying is though I think that this is, this is a byproduct of how much crowdsourcing goes on and how much money people raise over this kind of stuff and this woman expected this these kinds of things to happen. First of all, I'm thinking about the, the what the would be groom right now is who I'm thinking of. Like, bro, you have no idea the bullet you dodged if the woman you were going to marry was this woman. Now was this woman. Saying to guess, you have to bring twelve hundred dollars, or it's like that's that's the price of admittance. Or it is sounds it- to me, it says bride calls off wedding after friends and family refuse to pay twelve hundred dollars to attend. So it's not just like, hey, we're having this on the beach, and you're gonna have to pay twelve hundred dollars in hotel and all that stuff. It's you have to give me twelve hundred dollars to get your ticket here. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous, dude. Every 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 wedding you go to. Cost you something. They Be asked. Better. They asked. They only asked each. Ask. They only asked each guest for around fifteen hundred. She says. You were asking somebody for that's that's that. Well, the well guy said the, the guy was like, dude, like, look, I can't have this. Like, I can't have my friends and family thinking this is who I am. And so they had they're separating over the differences because he was like, you're a psycho, and this is not the way we do this. Yeah, no, I think it's fair to say like. I mean, you're inviting people at, to your wedding for the most part because you want them to be there. Now, there's going to be some people that you feel obligated to, and there's going to be some people you probably invite because it's like, well, dude, they're probably going to give us a pretty nice present. You know what I mean? Like, well, dude, that's you know, that's somebody that you kind of want to be there. I normally buy the better present for the wedding I didn't go to. Like, hey, sorry, I didn't feel like coming, so here's this nice thing. If I come to your wedding, it's probably just cash in an envelope. I'm cash across the board. That's what Is people, that right? That's what people want. That's what they want. That's what they want. You're right. It's, it's cash across the board. You're right. And, if, and, and honestly, if 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 I think it's safe to say that on a minimum, if you and a guest are coming, you and a plus one, double whatever the plate would have cost, right? I'm going to say a hundred bucks a head minimum. So if that's you, that's fair. That's you and your guest. That's two hundred minimum that you're putting into that into that envelope. If you, your three kids, and your husband are coming, that's five hundred bucks that you should probably be putting in there because it's like, dude, cost is a part of any wedding, but you can't say like, well, if you don't give me twelve hundred dollars, you don't get to come to this goddamn wedding. Yeah, you and Megan are probably a five hundred. You're probably a five hundred envelope for me let's get it up there let's get it up what do i have to do to get these numbers up? well i mean dude the more years you spend in here with me the higher let's it's gonna going, go dude. so dude Sign like dude contract. go home and tell your girlfriend be like dude we can't get married yet sansbury's not ready for the thousand dollar envelope it's all worth five hundred dollars past four years oh it's all been worth it it's all been- <laughs> so i'm saying dude i'm gonna help you put it off as long as humanly possible tell her i'm ready honey but sansbury's not said no he said no can't he's do not, it yet we're not allowed he's not ready for the envelope. <laughs> yeah somehow that tells me I don't think I don't think you're going to be able to pull that one off to to hold her off at bay and you shouldn't dude I think you probably found a you know probably one of the best things in all Star County so you know hold on to it hold on to it the best you can the NFL is getting ready to do something really 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 stupid that's next on Rock 1069 Hobie boys brought popcorn the Stansberry show cuz I'm about to put on a show Rock 1069 Rock 1069 Welcome back
back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We'll send you out to Las Vegas coming up at 9 o'clock. Also start New Tour Tuesday for you. We're getting new Marshmallow, new Low Cash, new Shine Down. All part of that. Marshmallow Duke Country. I've been doing a little research during the breaks. I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't get them. I don't understand the things. But I'm not so to understand it, I think. I think that's how it's yeah. supposed to go. That, that happens. Things things pass you by. Yeah, I don't think I'm supposed to get that one. That's all right. I don't get it. I feel feel perfectly fine about not understanding it. Uh, Alyssa saying the article she read on the bride uh, canceling that wedding stated a destination wedding. She uh, wanted to spend $60,000 on her dream wedding and wanted her guests to help her with it. Either way, she's crazy. Alyssa, I agree. That's crazy. I don't think, dude, if you wanted this big elaborate wedding, I don't know why people are supposed to help you do it. If you want this big elaborate wedding, you better be ready with a big ass check. I mean, like, fine, dude, dude, ball out. If you've got an extra 60 sure, grand yeah, that you okay. can throw at it, dude, I don't care what you do with right. your money, but like, God. I'm not going. Who who in their right mind thinks $60,000 is, dude, well, that's insane. Dude, I don't think it's, cr- no, I don't think it is, though. Like, I mean, somebody told me once the average is like 30 grand. So, I mean, if you're going 30 above the average, I mean, is that crazy? I mean, it's it's too much for me, but I mean, I never thought I was going to do it at all. So what do I know? If you're, uh, dude, if you're putting, I mean, dude, that's, that's, that's like, that's house money. You know what I I'm agree. saying? Like, that's insane, dude. Oh that's, yeah. That's, you and I are on the same side. That's way, way, way too much money there. My dad used to say all the time, Daniel, if it ain't broke, don't try and fix it. Hey, you're probably not the right guy to fix it. And if it wasn't broke in the first place, what are you meddling around with it for? And NBC Sunday Night Football is going to try to fix something that ain't broke. The yellow first down line marker is the best television innovation for sport on television that I can think of. I can't think. As a matter of fact, hockey's been looking for this. They tried to do like the light up the puck so everybody could help you try to keep the action. It didn't really work as well as like the yellow line because the yellow line doesn't move. It stays right where it is. The puck still with the, with the light on it. It was still a little too distracting. Hockey's been trying to figure this out for a long, long time. And the yellow line was perfect. And if it ain't broke, why are we trying to fix it? But NBC is going to do this thing now where on third down, if they need to reach the like it's 10 more yards, instead of the yellow line, they are going to shade that entire section of the field a different shade of green. Which kind of makes me think of that old Incubus song, Certain Shade of Green. But they're going to shade it a completely different version of green. They're going to darken the field to show you how far they have to go. I don't get it. There's, it, I've watched a little video. I guess they did this with what is it the Cowboys and uh, and Cardinals game? They did this the other night, and I watched a little video on it, and it doesn't look very good. And I don't understand what are we trying to fix here? What are they doing? I think this is probably just an example of it's preseason football and we got to try new stuff because we're constantly trying to press refresh on the brand and we're constantly trying to keep, you know, ahead ahead of the curve of what we have going on here. Um, It it, it wasn't dumb because I've watched the video too. Yeah, it felt like a swing and a miss to me, but hopefully NBC's smart enough to be like, okay, we tried it. We thought maybe we thought this was going to work and it didn't. So... You're right. I mean, the, there's nothing wrong with the yellow line. So, well, because here's what the yellow line does. Okay? I'll tell you what the yellow line does. The yellow line tells the average fan or the non-fan, they know what that is. Like, the moment 
somebody like walks into the living room and they see that yellow line on the television, they don't even have to ask the question. Okay, so that's obviously part of the next destination. We're trying. That's a goal. That's we're trying to get there. Where I think honestly, aren't you just going to make real football fans have to answer idiots in their living room all season long? All right, so what they do is they took the shade and then they shade it, and then they're trying to make it easy, right? I mean, so now you're just creating more of those conversations that people don't want to be having in their living room with people who don't understand sports. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at it right now, and I don't it's think not it's good. Well, I don't think it's like a train wreck. It's not like, oh my God, I can't watch football anymore. No. It's just like, all right, well, if that's what you're going to do, but you're right. The question of like, why? It doesn't add anything, that's for sure. It just looks mucked up. Like, what I can't believe they haven't done yet with shading on the field like that is I can't believe they haven't advertised like that yet. Yeah. Wait till that happens when, like, they're shading in advertisements. under. People are going to freak out, but when you realize that you're going to get less break from action and still be advertised, you're going to love it. As a matter of fact, dude, my game loves doing this. Golf has figured this out. The playthrough, the split the screen, and you watch it, but then you get the audio of the commercial. It actually works kind of great. It's actually kind of soothing, and it works perfectly with golf. I know I've seen a couple, a little bit more of that, I feel like, in probably all sports nowadays. Um, And I saw these, they were doing these little quick, like, not even like a commercial break. It would just be like, in between play, it would just be like... You know, and don't forget the new Big Bang Theory at ten o'clock. Yes. Boom, and it was just like you know, boom. it's just like a, 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 not even a five second, just a little blurb of like, boom, there it is, and all of a sudden you're back. Uh, shorter breaks are definitely the way to go, dude. I um, I, I think if if you were going to reinvent television today, you wouldn't be like, all right, well, every half hour we're going to take three different breaks that are five minutes long a piece because it's like, dude, that's not the way advertising happens anymore. Not anymore. Uh, so Hulu, like when I'm streaming stuff on there, it's normally a 90-second break is what they do. And they actually cram quite a bit in that 90 because what advertisers are starting to do, especially with, when you still get the visual of, of being able to advertise, they, it can be shorter. It can, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be 60 seconds long anymore. It doesn't. Big Macs, two for five. Get them at McDonald's. Exactly Boom, done. Right. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yep, exactly right. Find the hook, drill the hook, make them remember the hook. Says, that's exactly right. Radio kind of needs to adapt that a little bit. Like a little sweeper underneath as you're transitioning thoughts. Wake up. How smart would that be? There it is. Wake up on them. Be smart. Get yourself a car. Be smart. Wake up. Be really, really smart. We'll sell you a car. All right. Well, let's send you out to Vegas and then start New Tour Tuesday for you. That will all happen next on the Stansbury Show. The Stansberry Show. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. Rock 106. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. We're on Rock 106.9. Online for you at WRQK.com. So before we start New Tour Tuesday, and I don't mean to sidetrack everything um, and shoot ourselves in the foot after doing what I consider to be a pretty decent show on a Tuesday. So I'm going down the hallway. Right. And the boss man yells out from his office. Hey, you. And that's how I know. Well, he's unhappy. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. So he turns around and he goes, you know, I want to thank you. I was like, all right. So I'm about to get backhanded. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get backhanded complimented right here, right? You know? So what, what, you know what? You know, thanks for ripping off other people's, you know, photos of social media and making it look like you went to my I Love the 90s show. I was like, dude, you did this with Fantona Taylor Jesus Swift. Christ, and dude. now you're doing it with me with I Love the 90s show. It's like, bro, I went. No, you didn't. 
No, you didn't. I could tell those weren't your pictures. I said, dude, first of all, not only did I go to your I Love the 90s concert, I had a great time at WKDD's I Love the 90s concerts, but then as I'm walking into the venue, I helped your other promotion teams tear down your event for another radio station. I helped them. Dude, all those tents that I put in that van, who do you think helped them? Wasn't you. Wasn't you out there doing it. It was me walking by there that did it. Not only did I go, I was helping out. That's why I talked about this. I wanted credit for doing things. This this is a strange reoccurring thing with him. Yeah, he's on this lately. Where it's like, I mean, like don't get me wrong. Radio comes with perks. There's no question about sure it. it like we get stuff that you know is normally other people are like, oh my god, I want that so bad. Give me those Taylor Swift tickets, and luckily we can like get stuff for it. Um, but like. I don't know. We use this stuff. Like, I can understand if it was like I was constantly hitting them up for stuff and then just like pissing it away. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. Don't beg me if you don't want to go. But that's not right. the, that's not that's not what's happening here. Right. I don't know what his deal is with that. I don't know. I heard the '90s Coolio so, Stansberry making out with a chick. It all sounds awesome until he gets yelled at. That was awesome. I uh, here's now here's the thing. Like, I worry though because right. I know him, right? So if it really. Dude, if he's yelling at us about this, he wants to yell at us about something else. And he knows we're going away next week. We're going to be gone. We're out, we're out all next week. And so I'm worried what's happening there is, is he's about to drop like a, like a, I need to scream at you, but and like ruin your vacation for you real quick before you head out. And he's totally that guy. I, uh, I, I, dude, whatever. I think, I think we need a good streaming match. I think we all need to kind of beat on our chests a little bit. You kind of want to yell at the boss man yeah, a little. Dude, whatever. Let's get into a fight with him. I don't care. All right. Fair enough. You may have taken us there a little earlier this morning. <laughs> if you missed that, make sure you check out the podcast. I was like, woof. Do Phantom went full Stansberry there for a minute. <laughs> ah, good, dude. Never go full Stansberry. It's bad. Bad news bears. Let's start New Tour Tuesday now. Uh, this is where we play you uh, songs across all formats. Then we'll take a little judgment on them. Uh, the Hard Rock Roxino Northfield Park brings you this. This artist, this first artist. Now, I've seen this dude. His mm-hmm. name's Marshmallow. Mm-hmm. He's one of the, these DJs who wears like this thing over your head, and so nobody can know who he is. Um, and you'd think I'd be like, "Well, that's kind of dumb," until I realized Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons did the same exact yeah. thing, so they could, so they could then hide in public. It's actually a, a very, very smart thing. Where did he get this idea from? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. So, dude, you know, if Demon Masks and you know Space Ace was cool, then I guess Marshmallow can't be that stupid, right? So. Even though I do think it's kind of dumb, but whatever. <laughs> I, uh, but, you know, that's the way it works. But there's this new thing where these DJs now, they understand. They're not really talented. So what they do then is they create this song, maybe, and then they uh, play it live for you by pressing play. Um, dude, I used to bartend a bunch of those, like, Bass Nectar and, like, all those kind of shows. Dude, I've talked to those guys after shows. I'm not going to attribute this to Bass Nectar because it was not that particular artist. Multiple of those DJ artists have told me, absolutely nothing is happening on that stage. Nothing. I, it's been admitted to me. Like, in backstage at shows, people are laughing. Like, dude, we do nothing. So, like, I know that to be true already. So these guys kind of don't do anything, and then they know, well, we need a hook, so then they go get you a woman that sings on it, and then she's not the star. I don't understand that. I have no idea how this works. But Marshmallow's got this new song. It's called, is it Friends? Correct. And this song's pretty big right now. You think it's about to be the biggest song on the planet. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an up-and-coming song, and it's, like, right in the right time of end of summer. So, like, I won't be surprised if this is the number one song within the next month or so. All right, let's take a listen. Oh, I think I've already heard this song. Yeah. 
than friends You're not my lover, more like a brother I know you since we were like ten Yeah, don't mess it up, talking at ears Only gonna push me away, that's it When you say you love me, Oh, so this is, I'm putting you in the friend zone Yeah, 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 this song is like this song is the definition of friend zone where I know a lot of dudes are, you know, oh, I got friend zoned by this bitch, oh, blah, blah. And it's like, well, maybe if you weren't calling her bitch all the time, like you wouldn't be in the or friend other zone. awful terms. And here's right. the thing, dude, here's the thing. Most people who are self-aware can see the friend zone coming from a mile away. It's either A, you're you're willingly in denial about it because you don't want to admit it, All right. or B, you were too stupid and didn't realize she had told you you were in the friend zone way before, you just didn't pick up on the signal of right. it. Right, and I, this is one of those things, too, where I think guys get in this mindset of, oh, dude, I'm a nice guy, therefore I should get a hot chick. And it's like, dude, you can be as nice as you want to somebody. If they're not attracted to you, they will not be attracted to you. Like, that's just the truth of it. How, how dude, some... Some, some fat, ugly, gross chick that you want nothing to do with. How nice would she have to be to you to sleep with you? Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it, right? No. Now, I'm drunk enough. Maybe that's one thing, but you're going to have to decide that on yourself. Yeah, but, but you're not going to sweet talk me into it. Right. Her being nice to you. So why So why would this chick have to be like, oh, well, you're so nice to me and you brought me Starbucks. Therefore, I'm going to I'm gonna bang you. No, it's because guys hear women say, well, I want a nice guy. Well, yeah, they do. But they also want a good looking nice guy. Right. They don't want to. They don't. They don't. <laughs> right. they do. Shrek was nice, but nobody wants him. Yeah, don't mess it up. Talking at ease. Only going to push me away. That's it. When you say you love me, that means. It's a big record. That's a big record. Is there a rapper coming yet? Uh, there is a remix with a rapper, I believe. Okay. You need that. Whether he does something up on stage or wears a marshmallow head or whatever, that's a pretty sick beat. Like, it's just cool. This is a big record. I mean, I already can see it. I can see drone footage of patios over the summer and drinks raised in the air and chicks not wearing a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's that song. So then is he like the new chain smokers? Is he like that? Is he, that? Clo- I mean, right? I mean, like he's in the world of that. Yeah, you same know? thing, right? Yeah, he's same, doing that. Same formula. It's less um it's less house musicish than than a lot of their stuff was. Yeah, though. a little more pop, you know, yeah. a little more pop, but um what she's describing here by the way is stalker behavior. Like I know guys are going to be like, "Well, I'm just being persistent. No, I'm sticking on, around." Cuz I didn't hear her. She's What's talking she saying? about how I've made this clear to you. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. You're now at my door. You no, know what I'm saying? For that sure. is that is 100% earlier. Dude, this- if you're at somebody's door at 2 a.m. and weren't asked to be at that door, you are a freak and very close to being a dangerous person. Something yeah, I was going to say something is going wrong there. She 
talking about how like um, that's terrible. You, you're not taking no for an answer. Yeah, you know, that's and not all good. these things. And like, guys, you have to once once someone tells you no, answered. Like, there's your answer. Yeah. I know the thought. Well, ninety nine no's and one yes is still a yes. And it's like no, but that's ninety nine no's from ninety nine different women. It's not ninety nine no's until she's perfumed, drunk, and just gives in it. No. Oh God, dude! What do I say? You guys are so dumb. Dude, let me just tell you, dumb and desperate is a dangerous combination. That is a that is a dude. Honestly, no wonder chicks are afraid everywhere they go. Because, dude, that's most dudes. Dumb and desperate. Let me tell you where these guys are really, really smart. This chick sounds like, pick one, pick one, Cardi B, you know, pick one. She sounds like any one of those, right? But you don't got to pay Anne-Marie all that. You ain't got to pay her that Cardi B money. You ain't got to give her that Cardi B money. So, dude, this guy, like, dude, you're spending nothing. And, like, dude, so not only this, you don't have to risk exposure of who you are. You're not coming off the money. Dude, this is brilliant. For, dude, I, I am coming in. Dude, no, <laughs> you don't get to see me anymore. Like, like seriously, I'm finding the, the other thing. I might be, dude, mini marshmallow might be my thing, dude. I might be getting, like, dude, how brilliant of a business plan was this? Push me away, that's it. I'm sorry, dude. I, I'm being told she she misspelled this word when she's spelling it in the song. Does she say F R I N D S? I'm sure she'll get back to spelling it again. I think at the end of the chorus she does. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. Yeah, she says E. It's it's clear as day she says E. Yeah, it's... Oh, my God, you can hear it clear as day. God, what do I always say? Don't trust Dwayne. Just don't trust him. I say it every day. It's clear as day. songs of spelling in them. She's now said it six times in a row saying like it. it properly. Dude, like he, it. he was on me at 6.01 this morning. I can't wait. She misspells it 17 times in the song. No. No, she's nailed it every last time. Guess who's ready for their social media break next week? Me! That's how you spell friends. F-R-I-E-N-D-S Get that Still nailing it. We're just friends. So don't go look at me no. with that look in your eye. You really ain't going nowhere without a fight. I like at the end, the upper notes here. It kind of sounds like that West Coast rap like that. Yeah. I told you once, yeah. you'll be for 
around like corners on a low low. For sure it does. Hear that. Oh my god. There it is. That's New Marshmallow featuring Anne Marie. Friends is the name of the song. Fantone, give me the vote. Not a turd. Not that it's like, dude, that's the greatest song I've ever heard in my entire life, but everything you want out of a pop record that delivered, and I'm just, you know, it's at the point of the summer where it's almost over. You need one more hit song to kind of get you into the fall, and I feel like that's it, so I'm going to say not a turd. I have to totally agree. That song's not a turd. Not a turd! As a matter of fact, I'm going to go all the way the other way. That is a smash hit record. Big one. That is a smash record. That is, dude, if you're running pop stations, that's what you're waiting for the record label to play it yep that is what there are what is called law crashers take me to church was a law crasher it was a great song hit record but it brought the tempo of your log down that is the opposite of that that is one of those things dude everybody do that song comes on you're cranking it up windows down perfect i think fantone's absolutely right song of the summer huge huge record out of marshmallow there new low cash which is feels like a party next on new tour tuesday let's Rock 1069 has your shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Now, text the keyword WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info, standard data, and message supply. That's WIN to 200-200. Good luck from Canton's Rock Station. Rock 1069. Hey guys, you got the Sansbury Show here letting you know that the Hall of Fame City Comic Con, the third one coming up Saturday, September 15th at the Canton Civic Center. And if you've been a part of the Hall of Fame City Comic Con before, dude, you know what a good time it is. If you have not, dude, make the 2018 version the one you attend. So many awesome guests, including the co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're talking about Kevin Eastman right there. You've got James O'Barr who created The Crow. Wow. And legendary writer Peter David, all going to be at the Hall of Fame City Comic Con. Well, dude, I think you buried the lead. Aaron Archer from Canton, Ohio, has worked at Hasbro in the 80s and 90s. He'll be at the third annual Hall of Fame City Comic Con as well. Fantone and I will be hosting your cosplay contest. Get your tickets at HOFCityComicCon.com. <laughs> I- <laughs> The ride to save the the last of the oh, gas. Yeah, oh yeah, the last of the cast. The it's, cast. Okay. Yeah, it's because it, uh, yeah, is. Harley switched the motors over. I don't know. What, I don't know what any of that is. Yeah, nobody knows. Uh, well, they knew. I I did not. Know. <laughs> Real men know these. I, yeah, I said. I was like, you're going to ask a man. I don't know. I mean, what do I know? Uh, so I don't know what low cash is. For all I know, it could be the name of the city where they're from. Okay. I re- I really okay. do not know. But there's uh, their new song is "Feels Like a Party." iHeartRadio oh, music oh. you should know oh, should featuring know low cash oh, feels like a party. Sorry about that. That's fine. Promotion for the company, man. Download the app. It's free. The iHeartRadio app is. Everybody showing up. Ooh, yeah, it's gotta be the whole town. Got a parking lot full of trucks. Oh, so I know I'm in a party crowd. It's only eight and the speakers are banging. Yeah, this place is already lit. Good thing I decided. All right. All right. All right. Just. Just all right, go all right, ahead. All right. We're not even a minute in, and we got banging and lit. Now, look, I get crossover. Yeah, of course. I totally get it. But I said this when Dirks Bentley released Drunk on a Plane. Like, when he said in that song, 
I got this whatever rocking like a G6, and I was like, oh my god, dude, a country artist just referenced a G6. Now, for those of you that don't know, a G6 is a private plane. Like that's a hip hop thing. And I remember, like, I I, I remember being on Facebook saying, uh, we may be getting a little far into this crossover thing here. I, I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because the audience doesn't care. I mean, well, how there, many? There's how ma- no separation in formats anymore, like there was when we were growing up. There, that's true. Yeah, I mean, like the average listener of you know a Jason Derulo song is just as likely to be listening to, to a, a Luke Bryan song. song. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's there's not a lot of difference there in the audience. I mean, look so, at me, I'm totally that guy. So, at what point is it like? Okay, well, if I want to say true to country roots, then yeah, I'm not going to say things are lit, but like I want to sell records. <laughs> like I don't, I don't give a damn. So things are lit, right? In the party crowd. It's only eight, and the speakers are banging. Yeah, this place is already lit. Good thing I decided to roll up tonight. This is one. Well, here's the other thing: is that all songs use rhyme. Yeah. In rappers, that's their whole thing. So if you're now trying to make a rhyme in your song, you're not necessarily rapping, but you need things that sound similar and rhyme kind of like that way, then yeah, you're going to dip your toes in the pool of where they're doing it the most. He's not a good singer at all. No. Like this dude's not a good singer at all. No. And usually, I, you know, I don't. And it's strange, but like, I don't care if you're a good singer or not, as long as you're good. Like, it doesn't matter to me that like Vince Neil's a bad singer. Kickstart my heart. wasn't a great singer, right? But like this, this, this is just it's dragging the song down. Where if you gave this to somebody else and he could sing, it's like all right. But this, I feel like, is just like this guy's I voice would ag- is hard. I would agree that the guys who sing in Florida Georgia Line are better singers than the guys in Low Cash. I would agree with that. Get him up. Put him up in the air. Now the beats drop in country music. Every time the beat drops, something's going down. I mean, if I went to Country Fest this year, is there's there's no beat dropping, right? Um, no. Again, <laughs> I think they may have never been able to say. I think that, that it's one of those things they've noticed in their music forever, but didn't know how to reference it. And then rappers said it, and they were like, "Oh, oh that's what we call that." Okay, that's what that's called. We're going to start incorporating breakdowns next. You know what I'm saying? We're just stealing stuff from other genres of music. Country music just going to be like, breakdown! Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Why? Give me the breakdowns. Why not? Who cares? Yeah. Just do whatever you want. Something going be going down. Already know we ain't about to stop. We'll ride till the sun come back around. Yeah, right now there's nowhere else I'd rather be than with God. Right there is not the worst, but it's not enough.
Sense though. I mean, these guys had a, these guys had like three songs in a row that were all like being like played on country radio pretty heavily. So a swing and a miss was right around the corner. If it tastes like a party, shakes like a party, it's gonna be a party to me. Yeah, it feels like a party. It feels like a damn good time to me. A bunch of country girls and back row boys all here to drag and say. So go on, pour me something cold, cause we ain't about to leave. Feels like a party. Feels like a party to me. Yeah, this is the song Florida Georgia Line would have made a hit. It's, dude, that last little bit between really good and superstar is so, it's not even a little, it's not a little bit. It's, at, dude, it's, that gap is massive. Create wide. your own low-cash custom station with iHeartRadio. Yeah, you know, Download yes, create your own station, avoid the radio stations, create your own artist channels. <laughs> listen avoid to another the, podcast, yeah, who listen, cares? Listen to that, download that, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, there's new low cash. Feels like a party. Fans, don't give me the vote. Eh, it's half a turd. I did not like that song at all, and I think that low cash is the thing that brought it down. You're 100% right. If that was Florida Georgia Line, that would be a Smash. hit record, but it's it's not the song's fault. That was the artist's fault, so I'm going to call it a halfer. I, uh, I agree with your entire assessment, but it's their job to make it a hit, and they did not, so I'm going to vote that song a turd. It's a turd. We will end New Turd Tuesday by playing you the brand new Shinedown. That's Get Up next on Rock 106.9, nearing the end of New Turd. Tuesday, or you already played you the new Marshmallow featuring Anne Marie. That song's called Friends, spelled properly all throughout the song, by the way. We both voted massive hit on that one. Low Cash, Feels Like a Party. We were kind of split. Phantom voted half a turd. Song could have been good. Band didn't live up to their expectations. I kind of feel like, eh, song wasn't that great. We were split there. I voted turd on that one. We like this band here uh, at the Sands Ratio. feel like they're pretty good at making the radio rock hit. Um, they have been for a long time. And this is new Shinedown. This song is called Get Up. They're good at the anthem song. Yeah, I haven't even heard this song, but the 2018 MLB playoffs. Yeah. Brought to you. Usually. Know you're clinging to the light of day. Now, we do this all the time. Eh, not a great singer. Not a great singer. Eh, not, you don't have to be a great singer. Brent Smith from Shinedown is a really, really good singer. He's got a great voice and does know how to use it. I know you're clinging to the light of day. His voice is clean. To tell you everything's a-okay. And medication don't do much. Yeah, it just numbs the brain. Yes, you might say I'm a little intense I'm on the bright side of being hell-bent So, take it from me, you're not the only one This is not the song I thought it was going to be Who can't see straight I think we both misread this Let's get into it right here, though If you were ever in doubt I was waiting on it Yep Don't sell yourself short You might be bulletproof Hard to move you're paralyzed, but you gotta try. 
said, all right, they're great at the anthem song. But they're also really, really good at the ballad. Shinedown's great at the ballad, too. Like, I know off their album, Sound of Madness, I think it was the name of that album. They had a song, it was actually, it's probably my favorite Shinedown song ever. It's called Call Me. And it's just a, it's pretty much just a piano piece with Brent singing it. And it's a, and I told them that Brent came into the studio back then when that album came out. I said, dude, that's the smash. You got to get that on the radio. And they never ended up not never doing it. So obviously I was wrong. Their label at least thought I was wrong. But like, they're good at both. Dude, they're, I hate to give it, dude, I have to give it up to them, dude. Shinedown's pretty good. Sounds more like an anti-bullying campaign than a MLB playoffs, but um, yeah, I could see that. So Marvin Gaye, what's going on? What? what? That felt forced. What? That felt forced in there. What rhymes with this? Wants to sing that song. Like a million other words, songs not a rare one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lord. NG's not hard. Yeah. said to me at 6.30 this morning, as the show was just starting, that Marshmallow featuring Anne-Marie <laughs> would have been my favorite song out of the three this morning, I would have said there's absolutely no way that's true. Is this a song to his kids or something? Did he just have a kid or something like that? Because it sounds like that to me. Somebody's tweeting in and says, the Shinedown song sounds like it should be a Demi Lovato song. Axel yeah. would take a leak on these lyrics. And you know what? It does kind of feel like that a little bit. And you know what's crazy is I was going to make that point. That even though Brent is known to be the front man of Shinedown, they're kind of like a rock band. If his career ends up with him, and this is a bad analogy because this guy's going way, way back in the bag. And there's probably somebody much, much newer that I could make the reference to. But if he ends up like the Richard Marks of the world, <laughs> just sitting there at the piano singing like the Mandy's and like all that, like he's got the voice for it. Like he could absolutely be that guy. And where is Richard Marks, by the way? <laughs> Dude, who's looking for him? Nobody. <laughs> I don't know where he is. My 1017's looking for him. Or at least should be. I like the Marks. I know you do. Sorry, man. Eighth grade dances were fun. Yeah, I don't know why I never talk about it. Oh, here it is. Why don't you talk about it? It's probably part of the problem. Yeah, get some Ivan Moody in there. Dude, you need a little bit of five-figure death punch here. Get a little Ivan Moody in there. Just talk to myself in the middle of this record. Sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes you're right. Just gotta keep moving. 
I, he, Brent has been this guy. He's been a little guilty of ever since he got sober of let me uh, let me pull everybody else up this mountain with me. I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. Okay. okay. He has been that guy for sure. But I got to give him credit. He came through uh, one of the other radio stations I worked at, and he was so high he couldn't do the interview. As a matter of fact, dude, he ended up passing out. We we were nudging Jeez, him. This how is do before you get that high? this is before live streams and studios. Job. But like, dude, he was face down in the studio, and we were like. Oh my god, dude! We're, we we got dragged the the lead singer of Shine Down up this hill with us, right? And the next time he came through, it was like a year and a half later. He had gotten clean. He said to me, "Look, I know the last time I was here, I was not the best version of myself. I'm going to give you a really good interview today, and then what? You know what? Why don't you guys call some listeners, and I'll play for them when we're done." And totally made up for it. And I was like, "Dude, the fact that he remembered it and came through and made good, I was like, yeah, man, Brent's all right." Yeah, sometimes you're wrong. Sometimes you're right. Just gotta keep moving. Yeah. yeah. Just keep moving. What else are you going to do? Is that the end of it? The- That's it. That's the end of it. All right. Was not the song I thought it was going to be. I thought we were going to get a little, like, um, you know, mainlining adrenaline uh, out of Shine down there. Not what I had thought. Fanto, give me the vote. It's a turn. I don't know if that was a song to his child or if it's like an anthem of mental health or what that was, like anti-bullying or what that Gotta was hide supposed it a to little be. bit more. It just, it, it just, that song did nothing for me. I'm calling it a turd. Yeah, I gotta tell you, they're normally really good at that. It, like they, you know what I mean? Like you know, we'll you know build you up in that whole thing, and like, uh, but that was yeah, that song was bad. That song was a turd. It's a turd. That was not Shine Down's best effort there, and that is a band I do enjoy. Teresa's gonna send you out to Las Vegas. She'll do so at eleven o'clock this morning. We are done for the day. If you missed anything, be able to podcast it shortly after ten a.m. at wrqk.com. Aside from that, you guys have a fantastic afternoon. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning, six a.m. on Rock one hundred six nine. See you. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever! Hey guys, you got the Stansberry Show here, letting you know that the Hall of Fame City Comic Con, the third one, coming up Saturday, September 15th at the Canton Civic Center. And if you've been a part of the Hall of Fame City Comic Con before, dude, you know what a good time it is. If you have not, dude, make the 2018 version the one you attend. So many awesome guests, including the co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're talking about Kevin Eastman right there. You've got James O'Barr, who created The Crow. Wow and legendary writer Peter David all going to be at the Hall of Fame City Comic Con. Well, dude, I think you buried the lead. Aaron Archer from Canton, Ohio, has worked at Hasbro in the 80s and 90s. He'll be at the third annual Hall of Fame City Comic Con as well. Fantone and I will be hosting your cosplay contest. Get your tickets at hofcitycomiccon.com.